crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This is the Recavic Podcast. It's been a hot minute. Oh man! Since the Recavic Podcast, I want to apologize uh, that we've been gone so long. I've been sad. It has been a it has been a minute, as the kids say nowadays. Mm, a hot minute. It's like more a minute AF. Is that what they say? Uh, no, something like yeah, that. Something like that. Doesn't Should right. check with Gavin on that and see yeah. what they say. But I don't know, Heather. You're young. What what do they say? I don't I don't know what they say. I don't listen to them. I try not to. <laughs> she is smart. Yeah. See, that's why she's the smart one. Yeah, she's the girl boss. Way smart. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Wreak Havoc podcast. What are we dubbing this? I think this is going to be like season three and a half, episode one. I think we just start over a little bit, a little do-over. Yeah. Like a mulligan. Like a mulligan. Yeah, I yeah. like that. For golfer friends out there, a yeah. little breakfast ball. I like that. I love breakfast. And mm. I love balls. That's yes, how you bad. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, a lot of our listeners know. They really know. I'm sure that's what they've missed about you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll rip your wit and charm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really French. I, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people just were like, I didn't know he was French. They're like, oh my God. No wonder he likes balls. <laughs> I apologize to all my friends. He also friends. likes the wee wee. <laughs> little slight tangent. Yeah, that's a dick joke. Do you ever catch that? I, no. <laughs> dick joke. Okay. Your wee wee joke humor. <laughs> Uh, I did a radio spot one time where I had to emulate a French person, and I knew a French person. And so I called said French person, and I said, hey, I need help with the accent. Like, hey, Pierre. And he said, your French accent sounds like shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, can I record you saying that? Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm not really French. It sounded great to me. Oui. And I know one French person. Uh, and his name is Pierre. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a classic French name. He's awesome. Mm. He actually uh, does the same line of work as I do. He's our uh, Quebec uh, rep out there, and oh. he actually is French-Canadian. French-Canadian, yes. Played in the NHL. A lot like Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> is he French? Sharper dresser. <laughs> no, he was Belgium. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, Close enough. different. They make different waffles. <laughs> well, one makes toast. Yeah, one makes it totally, waffles. It's totally different. different. And we got back to breakfast. Right. Wow. So, see how we did that? That is amazing. Well, we've uh we've been real busy. It's been it's been uh, a lot has happened since the last episode we recorded. Um No shit a lot has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um like ended up we have to change the name of our co-host now. Yeah. Oh, we do? I thought we were changing your name. Yeah, Mr. Harry. I mean, it's even in the, we got mail that says. <gasps> I did receive mail. You have Mr. mail Herring. to Mr. Herring? Yes. <laughs> oh, can yeah. we please frame that? We have to. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't even, it's was like one of those spam mails. So like, it wasn't even like a real mail thing. It just came and I'm like, so somewhere out in the Neverlands where people are buying mailing lists, my mm-hmm. name is out there as Trevor Herring. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have one out so. there that, that's Shorty Sally. Every once in a while I'll get that. Shorty Sally? Yeah. I'm like, hmm. well, that's weird. That doesn't fit at all. No. no. Little do they know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I uh yeah, I ended up marrying uh, one of my co-hosts and uh being married by one of my co-hosts. <laughs> Figure that one out. That's a full circle. Yeah. So, uh Jody performed our wedding ceremony for the girl boss and I. I'm now Mr. Girl Boss and uh so we got married. Jody did one of the most amazing oh, jobs of all time is with his uh, officiating. I'm looking forward to that video. We gotta get the video of the whole thing because I <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch just just to hear what you said. Uh, uh, you know, funny enough, I've been really busy. Weird, <laughs> weird. <laughs> it is a uh, it's an accurate uh, topic tonight. Yeah. We've all been afflicted by busy, dude. It's just been. I mean, like I said, we we joke. I mean, that's been a big move. We got married. Uh, we've had lots of other things going on. We're dealing with. You know, in today's world right now, for us, the big thing is the lumber industry is going through the roof. So it's continuing to climb and just get crazier and crazier and crazier. And when you think that, oh, that's the end that can't get any higher, it's going higher. And it's it's just getting insane. So we're now to a point where the product that I sell and the product that uh, Heather uses is now considerably less money. Is it really? The other way. And we've spent 30 plus years in this industry trying to sell a product that was more expensive that now is the cheaper option, which I hate in some ways, but is crazy good in others when you're a commissioned salesperson. So um, we're dealing with that kind of thing. Um, Heather has a hard time saying no to build jobs, so she's got way more builds than she planned on. Um, it's been crazy. Yeah, it's it's like you, you want the extra work mm-hmm. and... You don't want to be slow because, you know, but we're going to, we're going to bitch about it when we're slow. We're going to bitch about it when we're crazy busy. But when, when is enough enough? Whoa. And whoa. <laughs> um, the wine. It's, I, yeah, it is gonna, the wine. Must wow. Be good wine. Wine's yeah. talking. I hope wow. that everybody heard that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to edit this podcast and go back and amplify the whatever. That, <laughs> that little, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, do you remember the movie Enemy Mine? No. Oh, it's a classic. This That's from our that. youth. And uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. plays the alien, and he's like, he sounds like this. Mm. Oh, I thought that was Predator that made that well, noise. Well, Predator makes, they're all aliens. Oh, Predator, okay. Predator makes a, he does mm-hmm. that noise, but this guy was like, your Mickey Mouse is one big dope. He's crossed with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, he sounds weird. It's mm. Lewis Gossett Jr. He's a premium actor. Yeah, he's definitely an wow. actor. Look it up. Enemy Mine. Dennis Quaid, okay. Lewis Gossett Jr. It's it's one of the movies of our childhood. And the fact that you haven't seen it disappoints me. Okay. Hmm. Well, side note, I'll go check it out. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so you're saying, in, our, in, our spare, in our spare time. In our spare time. We'll go, go check watch it, out. it. Yeah, it'll get <laughs> added to all the other movies that uh, I haven't seen. Right. We just, yeah. But like you were saying, everybody, like, what but, do we, what, but, but here's the thing. If we have time to sit and watch movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Every, you're lazy, right? You're a lazy piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. And never to, when you're, you know, slam busy and you can't get anything done, then you're an asshole because you're not getting stuff done. We And we complain about both because, you know, yeah. one, it, it, it's amazing as a society. And I'm just as guilty of it because I'm sitting here doing the same thing going, ah, I'm just so busy. It's like, God, if I was slow, I'd be going, ah, I'm so slow. It's like, are you ever happy? Like, it's too hot. It's too cold. You know, like it doesn't. Where's the media? Damn it, Goldilocks. Mm-hmm. Just eat the porridge. 
So we, the, this is the the topic, and I thought it was. Uh, I'm going to use the word apropos, which I never actually use in the real world. Uh, but you would if you were French. <laughs> I think it's like French. That? I'm not really sure. Uh, it sounds, sounds French. French. Yeah. I I thought, why have we been off? Why haven't we? I mean, we love doing this podcast. We love mm-hmm. getting together and doing this stuff, and we love drinking lots of wine or whiskey or whatever we're we're going to drink. All the things about it. We love it. We love doing it. We got a lot of we get a lot of people that listen to this that really millions. You know, There's millions, millions and millions of listeners. Everyone, you know, I mean, everything. The feedback we get is so much fun. It's so great. Haven't had time to do it, right? Because we prioritized and we we're like, oh well, I can't. We can't get to there this time. We're traveling. We're doing whatever. I want to discuss. I know that everybody I talked to. I was in a meeting today with the Builder Contractor Association, and it was kind of funny because somebody says, you know, we. I'm just really busy. What we need is somebody just to volunteer some time to do this. And everyone in the room kind of laughed like, yeah, no shit. Like everyone needs somebody to do something for them. Right. Like I think everyone's in the same boat and I thought it would be a good topic for tonight because I mean, the three of us have done a lot of shit in our lives We're, you know, we've, we've done many different jobs and different things. We've been through this before. We've had situations in our life where we were too busy, whether that be caused by somebody quitting and you're doing two people's job or uh, not scaling fast enough and not hiring when we should have. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, that's another chapter we can get into tonight <laughs> is, is just, you know, how do we, that goes into how do you react to it? Right. So I think we all have different stories of how we individually handle the situation we're in right now. And it's just, it's easy for us to, I think, or it's, it's best for us to discuss it right now because we're in the thick of it. We're not recalling anything. Because we're actively today. Not like a post-mortem. You know what we should have done? Yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't work. <laughs> Whoops. I think that everybody, you know, we're all three of us anyways, are sitting here in the middle of it. And I think a lot of our listeners are in the middle of it right now. And so it's like, all right, how? what's some other ideas? Let's spit salt. Spit, spit salt? And you Does know I like spitballing? I don't know. It's apropos. <laughs> I'm going to spitball some ideas on how we, how we do this. So start. I mean, you kind of. Let's let's uh, segue into that. Hey, uh, just what you started to say, like scaling. I mean, what what do you do in the construction industry? You're busier. You know, you you wanted to do six builds this year. Yeah, <laughs> and you're at six twenty. I want I want <laughs> six. That We're, was your goal was six. Yeah, <laughs> you've exceeded it. I wanted I wanted to do well. Yeah, so like I think one of the things with being entrepreneurial is you're looking for you're looking for that that thing that's missing or something, you know, that you can help, you can fill a need. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as like years ago, when, when we first met, I was having an issue with uh, um, getting drafting done and getting it done in a timely manner. So a couple of years ago, formed a drafting company to solve that problem. Um, The drafting company is crazy busy. Thriving. It's thriving. It's doing very, very well. Um, We have two interns um, plus two full-time uh, gals working. And then we've also got um, another interview we're doing tomorrow to hire somebody else. Wow. We really need like all five of them to be full-time. That's crazy. Because it's that busy. We're having to turn work away. We're having to push people out eight to 10 weeks before we can even. So I want to talk about that. I want a little slight tangent. Turning people away, but maintaining relationships not only with the people you're turning away, but with other people in the industry that sometimes that comes f- full circle and being intentional about 
networking and those relationships and turning turning things away in, in a way that still builds that bridge with clients and or partners that come in handy down the road. Yeah. I talk about making sure you're building bridges and not ever burning them. I, I burn some. I know you do. <laughs> you walk around with a little uh, mini torch. We could have a whole other episode about how fun it is to burn bridges sometimes. But that's another episode. That's but. another. Okay, tangent. But no, no. Okay, but <laughs> what you're talking about, you know, we're telling people we cannot provide the level of service that we require of ourselves at this time. So we need to put you on a waiting list. We're looking at eight to 10 weeks out. Um, you know, we have a cancellation list. So if we can get you in sooner, we will like all those things, but I wanted to do that. And then I saw a need for, you know, filling the need for being the distributor of the ICF block. So started that company. My goal was to get five other builders building with ICF. I did that last year, which led to a very, very crazy first quarter. Like, I think three times more in sales my first quarter this year than last quarter of last year. That's more. That's a lot more. It's a lot more. Yeah. Do you have any, you have any crayons in here? <laughs> no, no, but we got like whiteboards Wait behind you. We did not even talk about the fact that we are in. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing. Oh, yeah. We're in the, the, the Wreak Havoc podcast studio thing. What are we calling? This? We haven't been sponsored yet. We're open for sponsorship, so. Brought to you by um, OfferPad.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, I mean, guys. I'm just saying. I know we I'm have some saying. listeners out there that have some connections. Mm-hmm. Maybe OfferPad.com may want to sponsor. Hey, you guys have a, a, you guys have a NASCAR studio. car? I know. You needed. Why not a rail car? Rail car <laughs> podcast studio. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, Benny Hamlin's pretty good, but we're way better. Yeah, put him in here in this podcast. We'll see who's the. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. So his, yes, we are. Uh, we are in the the what we say is the final home. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll see for now. Uh, but we've <laughs> built our first full time podcast studio, like with you know setup. I'm not going to post any photos of it right now because we're waiting on a couple uh extra chairs and some things yeah. that we're really going to spiff this up and make it look real cool so but well, um, and you're not wearing pants i, I mean you'll get it Shh, I'm you're gonna, not supposed to tell that no, it's theater tell. of the mind people <laughs> oh well, they can hear it trust me did you hear the offer pad.com is like nope never mind <laughs> we'll pass i think i just <laughs> That one sounded better in my head. Um, yeah. But I I, uh, I, might, I might sneak a few little edited photos out so you don't get an idea, but you know, get an idea, but not the full picture. But yeah, we're in our actual studio now that we built. Um, so we're going to be a lot easier. This will also, again, help us, which I'm going to get into when we talk about how we, how we scale and how you mellow things out a little bit. And uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about that, but super cool to be in there. I think it looks good. I think it's a good visual. I think it's yeah. uh, better sound. I think we, you know, like I said, more comfortable. It's with a the dedicated space. Yes, I like it. Where before we kind of been bounced around like a fucking homeless person. So kind of only a lot more wine than yeah. most homeless people. Yeah, mm-hmm. we drink way and more. better wine. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Better wine, definitely. Yeah. So one too. of the things I'm hearing about what you're talking about is you're recognizing a need. You're recognizing a level of execution and quality. And you're saying, I, I, I see a need that I can figure out that benefits me here and here, but the intentionality to build that. And then 
because you have such a high standard, it requires time. And the reality is I can give you shit in about 10 minutes or it's going to take more time to, to develop something that's well thought out, that's strategic, that's blah, 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 blah. That goes across all kinds of different types of business, right? But the thing I love is you're communicating and saying, hey, these are the solutions that I have. The reality is I'm, I'm busy. I can't get you in until this time frame. Here's the reason why, because we require X amount of time to do the job right. So you're recycling the brand of what you do in your communication as simple as an email. Well, and to take it a step further in in respecting the amount of time that we devote to it and respecting our time and our clients' time. Right. And, you know, we have to set those proper expectations, which has been a, a big thing we've been talking about this week is setting those expectations. Um, just you get right the opportunity the to do it. Yeah. Then do it. That's But uh, if we don't, it, we can't expect anybody to respect our time if we don't respect our time. 100%. So it's like, I, I, we had this big old long meeting this week and talked about all the things that we need to do and how we need to do it better. And, you know, there was, we were, we were getting overwhelmed with everything that we had going on. Well, back up a little bit because like I said, chronologically speaking, are we going beep, beep, Mm, I know. Oh shit. Don't tell me you've been too busy. Don't tell me. We discussed this, and this is this is part of what I want to get to on this is is not just the problem, but the solution that we came up with, and and that we what did so so here's all the stuff. So you basically show you the pros and cons, one side, right side, left side, whatever you want to call it. You've got okay, we're too busy. You've got you took on twenty projects in a year that you were going to take on six. You started a, a a drafting company mostly just to get your own plans drawn, so you could do that and you know maybe fill in. And, and now we and, have thirty six cool. clients. And now and- we have yeah thirty six <laughs> clients on the books. You know with deposits in, you've got uh, you know two interns, two full time, and one more you know coming on you know that you're interviewing tomorrow. So you've got that going on. You've got the building company, which is part of what I do. You know what I sell you the product. You went from being you know, a, a, a middle medium distributor for me last year too. In the first quarter of this year, you are the largest independent distributor in the Western U S and Woo-hoo. girl number two overall mm-hmm. only behind builder first source who has 15 locations and you have one. So you, you obviously have that is keeping you busy because you're producing you know, you're, 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 you're distributing more and more products of that as fast as you can. Um, now what do we tell, you know, the first thing we did, I mean, it was out of control, right? That's the fire yep. fires at the peak at that point. It's like here, we had this dream. I wanted to build all these things. And then now it's like, Oh shit. What do I do? I built it. The dream <laughs> turns into a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It's, yeah, it's rubbing two sticks together forever going, am I ever going to get a fire going? And then going, oh, shit, everything's on fire. Like, that's kind of the, the realm that we're in. And I, I'm, and I'll, when I get to my, my section of the uh, podcast, I'll talk about my, you know, same thing. But the one thing you're, what we did was, what, what did we do? We just said, all right, we got to stop and make a plan. Like, it was, it was like, okay, this shit is, out of control and if you're listening this is probably the biggest thing you can do number one numero uno is stop just stop 
because we don't want to. We want to just keep. It's like you know, you're gorging yourself, right? The food's in front of you, you just keep eating, mm-hmm. and it's like stop, stop, stop. And we stopped, and you made a plan, mm-hmm. and then you execute a plan, and that's what you've been doing. You know, as you're as we've been as we've been growing. Yeah, it was it was kind of funny because. I sat down and started like coming up with the plan. Uh, I had to go up to McCall and he stayed here in Boise. And so then I was just going through, can't sleep. You know, it's quiet Your up there. Clickety, click, Brain clicking. is going yeah. like, there's no reason. Like I don't have the dogs there. He's not there. Like it's, I, I can sit and work. Nobody's going to bother me. And so I sat and I just like came up with this whole policies and procedures and a whole plan and uh, sent it out. And then this week has been all about executing that plan. But it was so funny because when I got back, I was telling him about my plan. And I said, here, I want you to read the policies, policies and procedures that I put together. And he stops after like the first couple sentences and just starts laughing because he had had almost the exact conversation with my business partner that I didn't even know about <laughs> while, while I was gone. Like almost word for word, like you would think that we spoke about it and had, but we hadn't. Well, now that you're married, you the two have become one. We have become one. Mm-hmm. A wise man once told us that. <laughs> but it's also scaling too. You it brought on two new employees. Yes. One of which the Wreak Havoc Nation knows very well. Yes. And one that, that the Wreak Havoc Nation needs to meet. So I, I like am starting to employ a lot of guys from your guy, from your GFY group. So I got Chad McHuston mm-hmm. and I got Buzz Latrell. Two good hires. Mm, Buzzy. Very good. I'm very uh, excited. Both retired military, which is a whole nother. That's another podcast, right? That's another right. podcast. Mm-hmm. But like show, like I've said before, yeah. shows that can get shit done on time, schedule. Yep. If they're not 15 minutes early, they're late. Like that mentality of military, you can hardly go wrong hiring somebody that's ex-military. It's amazing. And that's. Both of those guys match that. And well, and what they've made me do is like, I'm so used to running my builds and like, I know everything. Cause I did the design. I do all the bidding. I do like, I know all my subs. I do all that, but they forced me to get it out of my head to where it's not all just in here. Mm-hmm. It's something where if something like, you know, if I get sick, I can actually have a sick day. You're allowed. Yeah. To do that. I'm allowed to have some time off. Because well, I've brought them you, on. You better <laughs> eventually. I'll you get some time take off. Take some time off, or there won't be any wick left. That's true. That's true. Well, so that's it's that was one of the best scaling moves you made. Was, it is, was but it's letting go a little bit. It's it's letting go a little bit, but it's super scary. And I know we talked about it because you're and when you bring somebody on at first, it's going to increase your workload. Sure. And when you're already at max capacity. It's a scary thought to think I'm going to have to work more. I don't have any more time to train you. I have no more time to give, but then as they, you, when you hire the right people, ding ding, it's like immediately when they come in, they just start taking things off your plate right. and you're like, I had to be willing to let go, which I totally was because I hired the right people. Right. Well, that's, that's the key. They go hand in hand. They do. If you don't hire the right people, then it becomes, then it just turns into a big mess. But that, I mean, again, it, it all comes back down to the intentionality of what's the culture of what it is that you do? What's a good fit for the people that you're hiring? So you got two retired military guys. Those guys fit into 
get it done world. They do. Yeah, very well. So, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. But you've also got some decent relationship with those guys where you get how they how they work, right? Mm-hmm. The wiring that makes those guys tick. They're going to tell you exactly what they think. There's there's a little bit of a of a harshness if you want to call it that, but it's it's truth. And there's a it, it's efficient. It wastes a lot less time when you know exactly where I stand. I, I will tell you what I think of the idea, where it can be improved. It's that it's that military type of thing. Being ba- raised by a military guy, I, I get it because that was my dad. Yeah. So. Well, and it's having the same, like I guess, same mindset yeah. when it comes to how you want yourself portrayed. Right. How you want your company portrayed. Well, and it's again, it's intentionality. Yes. So yeah, that the being able to let that go. There's there's interesting self discovery when it comes down to like how you're wired with that stuff. Because there's, I would argue that all three of us have a very high bar of whatever it is that we do. Handing some of that stuff off is really difficult because you're like, oh, it's not quite perfect, but okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now moving on to you and your crazy world, which we actually are hearing it for the first time because we haven't seen you in a very long time. I know. I don't know that we've seen you since the wedding. You married us and then you ran off. I didn't run off. I've been chasing you. Because we're all busy. I know. So no, tell I mean, us about your busy world and busy. how are you dealing with it? Um, I am always busy. Right. You were so, working right up till when you came over yeah, here this I, evening, which in, is well after business hours. Yeah, I put in 12 today that was solid. There was The lunch consisted of however long it takes to heat up leftover pizza. Shove it in your face and then go. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 30 minute. I'm a 30 second guy. I don't like to overheat it. I don't like it hot. I like it. I like it warm. It was, it was, it was perfect. I'm not going to lie. It was perfect. I can't delegate that. Yeah. I have to, I can't delegate that. I can't delegate cookies. Ask my kids. Yeah. Nothing's ever right. No, why is it right? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, busy. How do I deal with it? I mean, I, I joke about how you eat an elephant. You just one bite at a time. So what I do for those that are not totally familiar with what I do, I'm the director of production for um, an agency in the Northwest here located in Boise. Um, but I am a little bit unique in the sense that we have a pretty large auto um, company that have, they've got probably 40, 42 dealerships up the West coast. And I do all of the traditional media for, so TV, radio, and then I do Pandora. We will run the same stuff on Hulu that we do on TV. So I will write and I will concept all of those different things. But the different thing is I also do all of the audio design and all of the voice work for all of that stuff. So that has to tie into designers that design some of the stuff for the TV spots that go on. So, But it's what's interesting is when all of that stuff comes down, so we ran into this today. Well, we've got, um, I know there's nine or ten radio spots that all need to traffic tomorrow. Well, it takes time to write that. Then you have to produce it, get it all approved, and get it all done. So to do 10 of those takes a a little bit of time. Plus, you've got another six or eight TV spots, a bunch of other stuff, plus meetings and other. That's just one client. So we talk about the fact that it creates a bottleneck. But when when you have enough experience in something where you understand, listen, you can only do what you can do as fast as you can do it to keep it at the level that it needs to be. 
and managing that expectation of, listen, you're not going to get this today by three o'clock because I don't have time to do all of the things that are on my list. Here's what I can do. I'll do the best that I can do to get you what you need. You give me the, the list of priorities. I will prioritize accordingly. I will get you what you need as fast as I can do it. But in communicating that, again, it's the intentionality. Mm-hmm. And I've been working with the account coordinator on that account for actually since that agent, before that agency even, or before I even worked there. So since like 2013. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've got a great relationship with her. And she and I, I mean, there's, there's no filter. Like if she doesn't like it, it is, she'll tear it apart and I'm fine with that. If I disagree, I will tell her she's an idiot and here's why. So there's a great relationship base there. So she trusts me on it. She knows it's not her first rodeo. So the managing of the expectations Mm -hmm. I think is a crucial thing. And just the keeping a, a calmness where it's not like I'm going to get in trouble, right? There's, I can only do what I can do. And if it gets really, really bad, then I need to scale myself and I need to find a Jody Jr. to help me with some of the stuff that takes a little bit of time. Maybe I lay down some voice work and they edit it or whatever. But the reality is where I've got it dialed down to, it's as efficient as it can possibly be. And I know that because I've been doing that stuff for 20 years. So the knowledge base, the experience kind of plays into that. That's just a sliver of one client. Now add to that, I just finished with a giant health and welfare video that was, (laughs) if you want to know anything about opioid overdose stuff in the state of Idaho. You're the guy? Yeah. Because I put together the video for it and it took me like seven years. It took so (laughs) long. So I've been working on that. I finally got that approved. Then we we have in agency world, you guys know what an, an RFP is a request for a proposal. Oh yeah. We're working on like three different giant RFPs. So there's there's this ebb and flow and a dance of all the people at our agency. Everybody is crazy busy. But yet, again, it has to be at a, a high level in terms of the quality to make sure that we're, you know, that's that's our brand. We get mm-hmm. that's that's how we're making the money. If it if we are sacrificing quality because we're quote too busy, then something has to Dude, go. And I think yep. there's people doing that right now. Right. I, I well, think there that, really is. I think, I mean, we have subcontractors. It's a short term solution and it, it will bite you in the ass yep. every single time. Yep. And I think we, we are in the situation. So my, you know, my busy story of right now is we're in a situation, like you said, perfect storm of high lumber costs. Mm-hmm. We have always been a product that was a premium product. Uh, well now our premium product is cheaper than the cheaper product, right? So, like, for people that don't understand, imagine if you went to the to the car lot. I was going to say and a car lot. Like, and they're sitting there and they're like, well. Listen here, we've got this brand new Kia. It's only this- $79,889. Or you can buy this BMW. The BMW is only 40000 Yeah. It's like it's it's to the point now where that's that's an accurate, you know, I mean, I would say it's more like a uh, well, you can get the Kia for seventy nine thousand or you can have the Mercedes for seventy five. And it's like, uh, well, I'd rather take the Mercedes You know, if it's all all even here. I'm going to take the Mercedes. Now we've gone to a point where it's like uh, now it's like, oh, that's seventy nine thousand for the Kia. And now we are at a you know, we're down at. 60,000, you know, like all of a sudden it's this amazing amount. Like we're like, 
the world has just shifted in this weird way for us where we're just super busy. And I mean, you're talking about literally a week that we did seven times in a four day work week. We did seven times what our company normally does in a week. Talk about that for a second, though. That right there is a testament to good operations. The ability to just, <laughs> well, are they, let me rephrase that. Did they deliver seven times or did they take seven times the orders? We took seven times the orders. That's different. Yes. That's not different. the same thing. If and you that's are, what we're battling with right now. So I'll give you a flip into this spectrum. Disneyland spring break. To watch Disneyland extend their hours an hour both ways. You know how many people work at freaking Disneyland? No. To coordinate that, like, quick, is really, really impressive mm -hmm. of how many moving parts there are. So here's, the here's for me, that busyness of, of that company, where the execution comes into play dictates the success of whether or not we handled the 7X increase in orders well. Correct. And now, that's what we're, this is the, this <laughs> is the shit storm it? we're in the middle of right, right now. So right now we're in a situation where we have four highly uh, capable people when there's a hundred orders. We now have four capable people and there's 700 orders. I'm not all that smart, but that sounds... I, you can't get mad at them for this, but they are shitting themselves. It's it's literally hell. It's Armageddon. It's it's so from a managerial standpoint, you're sitting here going, "We gotta get this shit done," and they're so freaked out, you could piss them off and they could leave. Like I mean, they could right. just get mad and leave. Like this is so over the top and so overwhelming for somebody. I mean, and, and I, I tried to, you know, and I, I'm trying to get this across. So, so there's a lot of moving parts here. Like you've got, so one, you've got manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Can manufacturing manufacture seven X what they were supposed to manufacture this week? No. Okay. No. Can they manufacture two, three X possibly They're And they're trying their ass off right now. And they're doing an amazing job. Honestly, they are. Now, Cause you can only do what you can do. You've got, Four, four girls in the office processing, you know, 700 orders. Can they process those? Not in an eight-hour workday. No. So now you're asking them to stay late. I'm getting emails at 8 o'clock at night. You know, God bless them. They're putting these orders through. They, you know, but then that puts into play my job where then all of a sudden I'm getting calls from customers going, dude, we placed an order last week. We usually have a confirmation like in a day. Right. It's been a week. Like, did you guys get my order? Like, so here's where the improvement can happen. Okay. This is where, you know, so what we did and as a company and what I'm trying to do just as an individual territory manager and, and managing my people and, and my stuff out here out West is take a breath. Everybody stop. The one joke I say that can, can ring true is there's a reason why I'm not a brain surgeon. We don't sell hearts. We don't sell, you know, parts to for surgeons. Nobody dies when your ICF doesn't get there. Thank you. But yeah, <laughs> that really are, wasn't that funny. Uh, no, no, but uh, yeah. no, the sound even, effect was better than even, <laughs> even the rim shot was like the drummer's like. Eh, I'll do it anyway. Now he hit the button. I'll, I'll I guess round I, up. I guess I got to do it. <laughs> Literally, we are trying to step back and tell our customers, like, hey, 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 calm down. No one's going to die from this. 
We are going to be late getting you your product. Okay. Here's the thing. I prefaced with most of my contractors weeks in advance. Hey, this is going to be the perfect storm. We're very, very busy. And there's a price increase coming on April 1st. Everyone's going to try to get their order in on April 31st at five o'clock. So therefore, or March 31st. He had a really long month. (laughs) Jesus, he's added a whole day to the calendar. (laughs) This whole, how do you do it? You scale the month. (laughs) You just keep adding days. I had a long month this Mm -hmm. week. It was crazy. April 42nd. We killed it. Oh my God. And uh, that's how 2020 has been. Uh, I literally, you know, we're like, okay, everybody needs to understand. Everyone starts jamming this shit in here. It's like a concert, you know, like a parking lot at a concert. When everyone leaves at the same time, it's going to suck. But if we, you know, like, hey, I'm telling you that if you want to leave now, you can get out ahead of it. Nobody did that. So there, it's hey, it's hey, on hey. them, right? Uh, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One of my distributors, my best distributor. Did. Yes, your favorite distributor. My favorite distributor. Did. <laughs> I love that. Hey, 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 hey. But most people didn't. And but so, I even had to sneak in a few orders that I didn't even see coming. Yeah. Like I said, I put mine in the beginning of March. Yeah, I'm it, like, it, this it, is what I'm going to have. This is where we're going to be. And then I think we had three. I think I had three that snuck in like the last couple days of the that, month. That's the nature of of the beast and, it and how that works. But the thing I love about what you're doing is you're communicating that to your clients. The one Huge. thing I would, but the one thing I would say is frequency. When we talk about like marketing, right? Frequency and reach are two big things specifically with radio. Frequency is a big deal just to remind them of, Hey, I'd rather you be like, dude, I get it rather than what the hell, where's my product. I'd rather side on that repetition side of, Hey, I just want to follow up sending out an email copy and paste communication hey. yeah just communicate that, that's manage where we my expectations the mm-hmm. ball as a as a company we did drop the ball there and that's where we're admitting i'm admitting we dropped the ball is it's hard we should have been we we should have on april 1st when all the shit hit the fan and we realized oh my god we just took seven times the orders in one week right there <laughs> should have been an immediate email go out to all our customers in our database that says hey thank you so much for all these crazy amount of orders we just sold out of everything we had we've never this is unprecedented we can't believe how much you guys sold thank you so much for the orders but we're going to be a little slow getting you these order confirmations. It may take up to seven days for us to get caught up. Please bear with us. We got your order. We're going to confirm with you within a week, and we'll follow up with you via your, T- your T- TM. We call them territory managers. We should have put something out preemptively. Right. Automate stating, that shit, people. Stating, hey, 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 just so everybody knows, we're going to probably, you know, it's going to be late. They had this weird shit happen. And we didn't. We just kind of left people hanging. And it was kind of funny. Like, I'm going to give a call a, a call back to our uh, guest, Ashley Liggett, when she was on here. And I told the story about her defusing a situation with the Otter story. I've I have used that. I stole it from her today. I've I, used I, it. I can show you the email. I actually put on an email today. I had a client. And he says, are you shitting me? Like, come on, man. This is an email. Come on, man. Are you shitting me? Dot, dot, dot. Tell me something positive. I have something. And I sent back, I said, well, you want positive? How about this? <laughs> when otters sleep while they're in the water, they hold hands so they don't float apart. That's positive. Send. Click. What was his reply? 
He says, that is very positive. Thank you. And I said, you're welcome. And the girls are working on your order confirmations. As soon as you get, as soon as I see it, you're going to see it. It's in the system. You're covered. We'll get it to you as soon as we can. Here's the thing though. Your relationship sets the context of the humor of that comment. Right. Right. It's all related. It all ties to, it's not an isolated incident, right? The culture of what you do and how you do business sets that up to be successful because you're not being a flippant dick. You're, you're, you're playing. You're like, right. listen, look, I know. Yeah. I know. They don't like that. They're not my customer for very long. So, right. They, and that's, but that's okay. Right. Right. And I'm that's okay. With, I'm okay with that. Yeah. 100%. So I think because what we did, did is like, we, <laughs> we backed off, you know, we, we backed off and we basically said, okay, here, here's the deal. And I think, so that's my advice, I guess, from my side of things is, you know, the analogy I was talking to Heather about that Heather's the most guilty of this. I'm what? guilty of it. Whoa, of awesomeness. Hold oh. on. Oh, wow, no. I know oh, where he's going gosh. with this. Like, wait, wait, wait. We already talked about this. <laughs> yeah. But, we, are, yeah. we are guilty of going to the buffet with a plate and walking on the buffet. And Heather goes, oh, God, you know what I'm hungry for? Building houses. I'm going to oh, do that. Nom, 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 mm, nom, that nom. looks good. Oh, you know it would be nice, too? I like doing design stuff. So I'm going <gasps> to oh, design nom, my nom, own nom. houses. I'm going to do my own furniture and pick out my stuff. Oh, that looks good, too. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, nom, oh, nom, nom, you know nom, what I should nom. do? Oh, my God. I should do. I should be the distributor of my own product and, and sell it to myself and then sell it to other builders. That would be amazing. Oh, she nom, puts nom, that nom, on plate. And then she's like, God, I need somebody to draw blueprints. I think I'll start a design company. How big is your plate? And it's like, no shit. So she's pretty soon she's got the same plates there. But it's he, a skyscraper. But it's, it's literally not that big. Up <laughs> like, it's like the guy at Mongolian Barbecue that's yeah. getting like four days of food in yeah. one bowl at Mongolian I Barbecue. I worked with that guy. Yeah. He, had a, he had a whole other bowl that was full of sauce. Yeah. I'm like, He's come like, on, that's cheating. it out. Like literally like the, these, you know, we're at a buffet and we're just like, we get it, man. There's this awesome buffet in front of you and you want it all. Okay. And I think we're we're guilty of that. I do the same thing. It's you know, I mean, I've done it my whole life where I'm like, God damn, that'd be, you know, really cool to do that. Hey, I'm gonna do that too. And I'm gonna do that too. And and it's kind of funny when you talk to people that don't have that mindset. Have you gotten better about narrowing <laughs> what you put on the plate? Yeah, I think with, so. with experience. I think so, but I here's what's funny. I think right now like I think I have relapses like right. any other addict. I think you relapse, and I think that's what happens. I think we're in a relapse. I think Heather and I are in a relapse. I think we both know better than this, but we're in a relapse where we're like, oh, my God, we got to get as much as we can right now. Let's get it all. Let's get it all. And, and I mean, realistically, if you look at it, you but know. I don't think that's out of insecurity, though. I think it's because you guys love what you do, and you recognize the iron's hot. We do, but I'm we hate max- what we do too. Sometimes. I'm going to maximize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I disagree with that. I want to go golfing with you on Sunday instead yeah. of telling you I'm in McCall working on a house to get ready for a parade. But that's right? yeah, but that's long term, and I get it. Right? That's there's there's short term and long term. Yeah. You understand that the investment here is worth X down here, and how that will go five different directions whenever the parade is right so it's a prioritization of where where am i going to put my trevor units or my heather units that gets me the maximum impact for what i'm trying to do short term and long term and balancing that out there's times where you have to prioritize the short term and there's times where you have to prioritize the long term i agree and i i think we do i think and that's that's a something that makes us you know able to sleep at night knowing that the reason we're doing it is because it's going to be beneficial to us in the long run but 
I, if I'm being honest to our for our listeners' purposes, not for me. You don't want to be honest. Not for you. I'm saying I am telling you, we feel it too. Like I, I think some people look at us from the outside, and I'm. And this sounds conceited, but I think that people. I think some people look at us and go, man, they got their shit together. They are fucking killing it. Like, look at what they're doing. I mean, we, I have people tell me that, and I'm like, I'm a it, fucking mess, it dude. It comes at like, a cost. Like, I am not okay. Like, I mean, there are right. days, and it's funny. Like, I mean, what makes us great together, and the reason that I tricked this woman into marrying me is well because <laughs> I know that her and I have those moments where we're like, dude, we're fucking up. Like, we'll, I'll tell her. She'll tell me, like, this isn't right. Like we got to change what we're doing here. This is not. So we go through those moments of panic where people think that I think I feel like the people that we know and the people in our lives think that we never lose our shit and we do lose our shit. So if you're out there losing your shit right now, know that we all lose our shit. Mm -hmm. And I literally look at it sometimes because I do think I'm better at for a while there. I think I got real good at narrowing shit. I think I, my brother and I went through this same thing. I, I, I look at my, you know, as weird as this sounds, my marriage with my brother. But I think when, when Ian and I were business partners, we were very much I wish I had a banjo. Married. You know? It's another one to add. <laughs> we got to make it. Backup beeper Backup beeper and banjo. By the way, happy birthday to my little yeah, brother, Ian birthday. Brown, yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was his birthday yesterday. Mm -hmm. how, how old is he? He is he's 43 years 43 young three years oh my young gosh 1978 what a great year it was a great year what a great people born that year yep and i i think he uh <laughs> i've had to think about it for a second. Uh, he uh anyways he, he he was very much a yin and yang person for me very much how heather is where i get real like blah, 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 you know and they're like whoa hold, hold on how's hold it on. go Okay. I do like that. Okay. And then like all of a sudden they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's think about this logically. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck logic. Let's just do it. <laughs> and, and okay, Spock, Ian, shut dude, your filthy pie hole. Ian was great at that, right? Ian would always tell me like, and we we would get is you know when things were great, I'm like, oh my god, let's buy a fucking helicopter. You I know? love and, that story. And and then Ian's like, uh, how about I we actually used that today. The how about we buy a couple Xteras and call it call it good. I'm like, ah, close enough. Okay, you know, like he would always bring me back to reality, right? And it was like, I think that there was a point in our relationship where we were, you know, our business relationship where we were like, oh my God, this shit's out of control. Everything's so busy and so crazy. Things were growing so fast. And we had to kind of recoup or reboot. And I think we did a good job of like saying, hey, let's focus on the shit we like. Here's what we like. And let's get rid of the shit we don't. I feel like I had that pretty narrowed down till this last couple of years. I think it's been really crazy. And for all the good and you know of that Heather brings and the reason I love her the way I do is because she brings she makes my creative juices flow too so like it's like all of a sudden you put two of us together it's like fucking lightning it's like literally I'm like oh my god we could do this and she's like I know then we could do this and we could do this and I'm right back you there guys again, need right? a counterbalance <laughs> right and because we get too yeah. excited that's it's like, why i'm here the <laughs> awkward third wheel so, so i think it's, well, it, you know are we, we laying in your bed together we, <laughs> like right in the middle uh, i feel like a burrito is that, is that why they have a king-size bed they uh i literally what kind of podcast is this <laughs> what the hell just happened we are to a point now where I think we're at that reboot section where mm -hmm. we've literally looked each other. The you know we sit in the hot tub and have business meetings in the hot tub. Dude, like, I'm gonna say right now, the hot tub is the best place for the best life conversations oh ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Ever. You just sit there and relax. And oh, my God. I love hot tubs. Yeah. Cocktail or glass of wine and just talk about stuff. If no you TV know any single no women that would like to talk about life in my hot tub. Just DM. Hit <laughs> up. <laughs> Yep. Have Just a conversation. That's all what's your, Okay, what's your socials right now? I mean, you can't throw it out there without giving everybody your info. I don't even know. Oh, at, it's in the bio. It's, at, it's in okay, the bio. It's in the bio. It's at I don't Jody check Sally my socials. Whatever. It's, yeah, I'm it's, too busy. <laughs> I'll check the socials yeah. for you. Just send in your recommendations or at, or at, at, at Jody Havoc, Sally is what it is. At Havoc yes. Partners. I'm not smart uh, enough to come up with something you. cool. <laughs> we, will, we will come up with something. But I, I think that we, you know, we we kind of told each other like, hey, if we want to enjoy this, we've got to back off a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, here here's where people get, you know, that one of the sayings that a guy I worked with years ago, Floyd Brown, no relation to me. He said, you know, he told us that we were selling lumber, we we're slinging lumber. And he says, hogs get fat or pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. And he told us you don't when you even though you could take more money on this load because we were brokering lumber, so we'd buy it really good. And you're like, oh my god, this guy really needs it. I'm gonna charge you more than I normally would because I can get that. And he's like, no, you're making good money at this amount. This is what you need to get out of it. When you go more, that's that's being a hog. And when you get hot, you know sometimes hogs get slaughtered. And he's like, you want to be that pig that just flies under the radar that's not quite beefy and you know not quite. Uh, Porked up enough to be taken to slaughter, and it was it's something that stuck in my head. And I I feel like sometimes, like you said, there's a uh, yeah long game, but we know what we need to make, right? We know what our household budget is. We know what our household like our income needs to be. We look at it and we go, okay, this is where we need to be, and we we could do that without having to stress mm-hmm. ourselves out. And I think that that's where we have to back off a little bit. And, and I think in today's world right now, there's a lot out there to be had. I mean, I granted, I feel for our friends that are in the, you know, maybe the food business other than, I can't think of anything other than being a waitress or a bartender or a business or a, a restaurant owner that's not busy right now. Right. But think of it this way too, the short-term, long-term discussion of that, you may have been doing the waitressing or, or running a, whatever it is that you've done in the service industry. Because that's what you've always done. And you you haven't had anything knock you out of that rut to get you to go do something else right. that you, quote, unquote, might have loved to do. You've just been too busy to chase what it is that you really want to do. Mm-hmm. You two are, are great examples of the entrepreneurial spirit. I don't have those fabric strands as much in my stuff as you guys do. And I've always, I've always looked at that. And I'm like, dang. And then she just made her own company. I need this. So I'm going to make my own company. And the funny thing is, you just do it. And I, I do that in different ways. I just, like, creatively. Right. And you've said that to me before. You're like, how do you come up with that? And I'm like, how do I just do it? Yeah. It's the way your brain thinks. It's the way right. you operate. It's your passion. But what the, yeah, the, I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is, you're in a circumstance, it's your choice what you're going to do with it. It's your choice how much throttle you want to press. If you're going to run that thing at 6,500 RPM all the time and you're floating the valves for all my car people, it eventually is going to take a toll on your motor. Right. You can't sustain it. And I talk about that a lot about, yeah, that's great. You can't sustain it. So you better have an exit plan because if you don't have an exit plan, it will find its way to you. Something will blow out, something, a relationship will blow up, a 
whatever, right? That's that shit happens. That's it could just, be health. I mean, we talk about health stuff. So like ab- we absolutely, both, we both we're trying to we <laughs> bought all this stuff to make a gym in our own house. You know, like put it in the shop and and have a, a nice gym. And we're like, okay, when are we gonna work out? I don't know. And like, oh well, let's work out at seven in the morning. Oh, I have a conference call at seven in the morning. Right. Oh well, let's do this. Like, how about seven tonight? No, we got a we're podcasting or we have a client meeting at seven. Or we have tonight. a lacrosse game. Or, or we, yeah, yeah. Or, or there's like it, it's amazing where we're like, dude, we have to make time for our own health. Like, we both want to well, lose you, weight. You we to both want to get in shape, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to take time for things that are not revenue producing items right? that that's the efficiency and again it goes back down to the value of those units of whatever it is that your time right so for me like my kids that's a valuable thing and i'll be brutal honest you go back to five year ago jody i was <laughs> i made the analogy i was running a speedboat back and forth between work and paying off all my debts Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where did you get it all done? And then back to that. And back. what I didn't realize was the wake of my speedboat really put a lot of strain on my marriage that I didn't realize because I was too busy. And my relationship with my kids, I just didn't realize that it wasn't awesome. It was good. It just wasn't awesome. Now, when I contrast Apple to Apple, I look at it and go, man, my relationship with my kids is a totally different dynamic. My relationship with my work is a totally different dynamic. The balance of that and the intentionality behind that, it's really, really good. Even though I'm busy, I still, I carve out time to go golf. I carve out time to spend time taking my kids to Spring Break Adventures doing whatever. And that's just, again, it goes back, and I'm such a nerd about this. My kids are, intentionality, dad, get a tattoo, it all comes back down to that. It's intentionality to communicate with clients on expectations of time frame. And and the context behind it, you're including them in that conversation. It makes them feel more like a partner. So I've even found I I find anyways, this was something I just learned over spring break that I thought was very interesting. Um I haven't talked to you about this is first time everyone's hearing this. Oh wow. First time I'm saying this out loud. Hold on a second. Can't get ready. We should record this. It is um, recorded. <laughs> but I have, so I have kind of slowly made a more, and I, and a conscious effort, but I've made an effort to, and it, there's part of me that's is a hundred percent just being ge- genuine <laughs> Do about you this. Start this over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm working through it in my own head. Okay. Start over. <laughs> I've made a conscious effort to bring my clients or my customers more into my personal life a little bit. Oh yeah. And I'm kind of interested to see how this plays out in the, my sales, uh, life. And it seems like it's working very well. And I, the way I tried this a little bit with the, I, I slowly experiment this. Like I openly say to somebody, instead of just saying, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, or I can't take your call right now. I tell them that you know what? Hey, I tell you what, I'm going to call you back. I'm actually headed to my son's lacrosse game. Okay. Um, and I, and I, I'm purposely my, with intentionality, I can never say that word. It's such a great word, but, uh, I actually made my voicemail because I took off a couple days during spring break to, to just go spend some time with Gavin fishing. Yeah. We hadn't done it. We hadn't done it in a while. Right. Cause a, cause a weird thing with, here's a, (laughs) here's another weird thing. 
Buzzy's like, I got invited. I got invited. <laughs> it wasn't great he fishing, not, so it's okay. It's not he, about the fishing. He didn't get it's invited. He just invited himself, no, technically. I, I, I invited him because I needed to talk to him about coming to work for me. That's called efficiency. That's true. She was interviewing and also getting a ride to the fishing spot. She is so much smarter than us. But I, know. But I almost backed out and didn't go. Yeah. Because I had too much work to do. Well, and then and then I got fishing, I but. got guilted into being there because Gavin was like, well, it doesn't matter if you if you're here or not. You're just like one of the boys anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to back out and I stay home. A, I think, I think a, that was meant as a compliment. That's a compliment. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go. But anyways, back to your story. Anyways, I so we, you know, I purposely told because here's another kind of sidebar of it is the interesting thing is Gavin's at a point where he's very much into business and. But he's still my 17-year-old son, but he spends so much time with us doing business stuff that I kind of forget that we don't do any fun stuff, right? Father-son stuff. Yeah, and so he was like, Dad, it'd be cool if we could just go fishing again. We haven't done that since for a while, you know, because we just, like him and I, we bond on our way to the dump with the dump trailer when we're doing a job or we bond over, you know, something we're doing with work, you know, whatever. So, like, I said, yeah, dude, we're doing it. I said, let's go take a few days off and take a long four day weekend and let's go for spring break. So I purposely put a very kind of family oriented voice, you know, voice message on and just said, Hey, if you get this message, you know, I'm not going to answer any calls until Monday. I'm going to actually, I'm going to spend some time with my son and do a little spring breaking with him and try to catch some fish. Uh, hopefully fish is good. Go out and hope you guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. Boom. That was my voicemail. Instead of just saying, Hey, you've reached Trevor. I'm not available right now. Leave me a message. I'll be out of the office, which is usually what I would put. It was amazing in all caps. Brilliant. The amount of people that like, I didn't even feel like I was really that tight with customer wise. You know, like they were, I mean, I think I do good with my customer. My customers like me to, to a point. I, I think that everyone, I think I do well at that. Um, but not like some of these, I kind of don't feel like I have that relationship with called me like, dude, how was fishing with your son? Man, that's awesome. I'm, you know, I'm glad you, they're like, didn't want to bug you. Like every message that was left was like, dude, I hope you're catching a lot of fish with your son. Have a great weekend. When you get in, call me. Like it was all so much like, I think there's something to be said for, for people respect that part of that and you are, and allowing them into your personal life a little right. bit more than just being like i'm not available right now it's like i'm not you know why i'm not available because i'm a person and i'm actually have a son Ding. and i'm out there Ding. and I'm do- the Ding. same way you are not i'm not just a fucking sales guy that that you gotta call and treat like shit right like get me my shit no no these guys are you know they're like they see you as a human it's a, a different bit. it's a different layer yep. right it develops relationship it develops i can associate with you in a different level right? right you're not just again you just said, i have a son i have a daughter whatever it is or you know like I, you know most people had a dad at some point like i literally think that they they everybody had something hey i was fishing that was like my conversation with a lot of guys i'd be like hey what's going on man i can just return your call hey i was fishing cool good you know like or i'll say something to somebody and say hey I, i'm at my son's lacrosse game can i call you back hey, yeah yeah and then the next day you call him hey did he's win his game how was his game you know like those kind of connections I think are huge. And for me, that's the kind of thing where I look at and I go, you know, what's funny. We're in this world where everybody's so busy. I always find time to get it to my son's lacrosse game. 
Because you prioritize it. Not I every, always not find every, time to get to his football game. That's not normal, by the way. Right, and I know it's not because I go to the games and I see what parents are there, and I'm blown away at the fact that when we have 100 kids on the roster and there's 25 par- parents in the stands, that not everybody's parents there. Well, but you, you're fortunate in the sense that a, you prioritize it, you get it. B, you're entrepreneurial. There's guys that punch a clock. They just they work in a culture that doesn't value that, and so they don't get the opportunity. Yeah, they're not to do allowed that. to. Mm-hmm. I was the I was the guy that worked. If I really really wanted to, I could have done that. I could have gone to Jalen's basketball games. I figured that out fortunately, and went to her basketball games. That's a huge deal, and and I I really think that you undervalue generically the value of what that is for your kids they'll look back on that crazy fondness but one of the other things i was going to say is the the notion that business isn't personal is total 100 percent bullshit Mm -hmm. exactly the best business is personal the best teams are personal the guys that will fight for you and trust you do so because they love you because it's not just your business, it's a family. It's a unit that understands that. That's why military guys are so good about mm-hmm. understanding the dynamic of team because they got your six, man. Yep. Every time because it circles back around. That's a good, good thing. Yeah. No, and I, I think it's, it's a bit of advice to people to open up a little bit to your, your client. You know, look, don't you know? Don't keep it so business and personal. You know, one or the other. People want to know. And, and the other thing is, is that I know when you t- when you say oh, I don't have time to do that, you do have time to do that. You say, oh, my job won't you allow me just to do to- that. Your job will allow you to mm-hmm. do it. And if it doesn't, fuck them. Leave and go get yourself another job. I have a, a funny story to tell you. Th- and if you're an asshole, if you're listening to this podcast and you're an employer that <laughs> you're doesn't an asshole. Let- <laughs> Yeah, and you're that asshole, and you don't let your fucking number one. Pa- you get a brown ribbon. Number two, <laughs> quit being a dick. If you don't, you know, if you're not allowing your your people to leave to go see their kid play, fuck you. Because this is and that is a <laughs> with all due respect, sir. No, no due respect. I literally, you know, because that's huge. You're right. That's I'm a 46 year old man, and I still remember thinking. I yeah, I and I can look back and and remember the. My dad wasn't at those, you know, luckily it was like my mom and stepdad were those games. My dad didn't make it to those games. You know, he was in a different town, whatever, you know, but we like those things you remember, right? Those are things you remember. Like, and it's, it's a big deal. And it's, if you are thinking that, oh, it's okay. I don't have to go. Like, they don't even want me there. That's bullshit. Even if your kid says, I don't need you there. I've got my own. No, they're bullshitting you. I'll give you a great example of this. Jalen. So Jalen sings in a couple of choirs at Centennial and they, for whatever reason, they didn't have a videographer to do. They're having this concert, which is a big deal because we haven't had concerts in the last year. <clears throat> so, that, but they're still limited on the amount of people that can show up. So, she volunteered me to video. I knew I like that girl. Oh, she's good. <laughs> she's like, Dad, I need your help to do something, and I'm like, Bleh. now keep in mind, this is like, I get my ass handed to me the first week of every month. And this week's been really, really busy. <clears throat> so Tuesday, she had her concert. So I went down in the morning, scoped everything out, and then set some stuff up and then came back and left work early to be able to do everything for her concert. The, and it was What was really interesting was I was watching her in terms of how she was kind of interacting with different kids and stuff like that. The choir teacher was fantastic. 
and you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. But it was it was kind of neat to see Jalen. You could tell she was proud of her dad, right? And you could tell that there was there was something where that's cool that she has the ability to do that, but that we connected on that level. It was a sacrifice for me, right? Because I had a bunch of work to do, but I also knew, and it comes back around to this idea, right? What's the value of the unit of time? Where is it going? There's going to be things that are of more value in a different metric. It's not about business. You going fishing with Gav, that's not about business. It's about your personal health. It's about your emotional health. It's about your relationship with your son. I can respect that as a business partner because it tells me the integrity of how you do life. How you do life is a big deal because it infiltrates how you do business. It's the stage, right? It's the foundation of, of how you do it. I love hearing the story about how you how <laughs> how you're willing to share that with people because they get it because they're like that's the guy I want as a right. partner because the guy what, that takes time would with you his want kid. The guy, like if I'm and this is no shit if I did business with a guy and he was I was talking to him I was like oh yeah you don't need to do this he's you know what, you know you need to take a ah uh, no that's all right my kid's got a basketball game but I I'd rather do this kind of deal like I would make a I would make a conscious effort to not do business with the guy. Right. If he kind of gave his kids a fuck you and was like, you know, yeah, now nah, my kid's got a game, but man, nah, I got, I got to work. I'm going to do this. Get the fuck out of here. Like I, don't, I, I just don't respect that. So back to the busyness. It's amazing when you can claim you're busy, whether it be with work or family, or we all can find time all to make it work. Right? It's always busy. Get up a little bit earlier. Get up. Whatever Which you got to do. But you know what? Say no to something. Mm-hmm. Say no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say? Yeah. If you could take something say and no to something, not put something on your plate, maybe like sometimes look at the buffet and go, I'll pass. Like, God, I, I need some of that. But I was going to tell this quick story. When I was in college, this is one of the, I can boil down like probably a handful of nuggets from my college. This one was one of them that impacted me and I hated it because I looked like a total asshole in front of the entire class. So we're handing our assignments in or whatever. And She's like, oh, did you get this done, Mr. Sally? And I'm like, no, I didn't have time. And she stops class in front of the entire lecture hall. And she says, excuse me, everybody. Mr. Sally claims that he didn't have time to finish his work. I would like to address that. And I was like, oh, sweet Lord. And she's like, listen, everyone gets the same amount of time every single day. We all get the same amount. How you choose to use that time is up to you. Mr. Sally had the time to do it. He chose not to do it, mm-hmm. which is why he got enough. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the, are you kidding? I was so embarrassed and I was pissed and I was like, damn it. She's right. The older I get, the more she's right. And I still hate it. Yeah. No, I, we had this discussion about fitness today because I was just one of those things where we were like, we need to make time. I'm like, fuck when? When do we make that? When do we make time? And we're like, get up. We make time to go to my brother's birthday dinner last night, or we make time to go do XYZ. Like make time to podcast. We make time to podcast. We make time like we all make time for the shit. It's like you have to re-rank stuff and like look at it and, and look at how you rank. But I make time to pour more wine if you'd hand me that wine bottle over here. Stand by. Okay. Girl boss, you can talk now. For a while oh. we'll, 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 um, I'm like, what? Got, what? Fill, the, fill the silence while we bartend. Oh, 
You guys are bartenders now? No. no. You guys are not very good bartenders, though. No, we're not. My drink's been empty no, for a this, while. No, that, uh, we're going to have to fix some of that here in the podcasting studio. Yeah, this is a first draft. Yeah. That's no, all right. It's, it's a first draft, but. It is not in stone. It's good wine, though. What What's the wine we're drinking? This one? This, this one's, one's, um. This one's good. It actually is a private label, so we don't know because it was, um. It was, was a gift from my trophy husband um, when we went to the a, IBCA meeting in Coeur d'Alene. That was a gift for Mr. Herring. Wow. They uh, they were nice enough. We had uh, she was she's the president. Well, I El, was the president then. Was at the I'm time she was the group. El Presidente. You retired. So they left a bottle of wine in the uh, in our suite at the Coeur d'Alene Resort, and it just is marked Coeur d'Alene wine. So I don't I know what it de- is. I think it's decent. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. I mean, I've had a few glasses, so right. mm-hmm. it's still good. And dinner—that was the—that was a good thing to get back to tonight. Oh yeah, back to dinner. Back to well, having I'm dinner together. So I'm that's a one of the giant things. advocate of that. Yes, so that's something that like is very very important to us, and and we try to sit down and have dinner with the kids like, at least you know yeah. four nights a week. <laughs> Because that's the thing. Like, if it were up to them, I think they'd just take their plate and run back to their room and we'd never see them, you know? And so I think it's important. And it's, it's sometimes, um, what would you call it? Exhausting it's or exhausting? I was going to say enlightening. Enlightening. It's both. Brain numbing. Mm-hmm. Like, just brain sucking you have of to, listen you have to, to Gavin talk sometimes. You're just like, I, it's like that scene from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Billy Madison where the guy's like, Nothing you said made any sense. We are all dumber for listening to this. Like that scene where the principal and they do. Yes. That's kind of how you feel sometimes. He's just running his mouth about stupid shit that his friends did. And you're just like, I, I can't believe I'm listening to this child, by the way, as a straight A student. And this is what he's telling me. That, But you know what? He's telling us. That's his world. He's opening up to us and he's mm-hmm. telling us about crazy shit that's happening with the kids at school or some girl did this or whatever, you know? And it's like, and you know, and Heather has to remind me cause I give him shit and I'm like, my God, she's like, you understand that that's a good thing that he tells us all these things. Cause opposite there's a lot end of, of kids the spectrum. that will not tell their parents my, anything. My 14 year old boy, opposite end of the I'm, spectrum. I can't I'm get just, him to open up on stuff. I'm just like, don't tell me that. Have him hang out with Gavin for a little bit and then you won't be able to shut him He'll up. Never shut up. No, that's one of the things that, that I appreciate in spending time with Gavin is that he, he does talk and he and I have gone on, well, we've he's, been on road trips gifted. together. Yeah. Yeah. He got it. You know, the gift of gab from his dad. Um, but we his mom's real flapper gums. Oh, I, I think you're the big talker. So, uh, <laughs> but no, I've gone on road trips with him and you know, I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to take work because I'm going to get some work done in the car because he's not going to want to talk to me for two and a half hours on the way to McCall. I never get a chance to get work out. The radio turns off. We have we don't realize that there's no music playing. We've been talking for two and a half hours. And we're like, sometimes wow. we're driving 85 miles an hour, and <laughs> telling a, six, a trailer in a 65. Whoops. And sometimes they get a phone call from me driving behind them saying, "Hey, slow the fuck down." <laughs> Sorry, we were Sorry. just talking. Uh, yeah, but that's one of those things that. It's, you know, my kids are both grown and out of the house. So, you know, I, I st- still talk to both my girls all the time. 
But that's one of the things that I miss about having them at home is mm-hmm. having that, you know, sit down, have dinner. The dumb conversations. And, and the dumb conversations that you think don't really mean anything right oh, now. Oh, man, they mean a lot. They do. <laughs> and put your damn phones down. Yep. Yeah. Well, and that's what's impressive because, like, the kids especially, like, I mean, he's on his phone all the time, right? But when we have dinner, phone goes away. And, and that's why it's so important for me. Like, I, I'm a cooker, so I like to cook. And, and so for me, it's like I always try to make a good meal. Like, it's not like I'm not a – I don't cook shit out of a box. I don't do – like, it's like it's barbecue. It's vegetable. Like, I want to make sure I, I do a good meal for him, and I make a fuck ton of it because he can eat a shit ton of food. Yes, so, like, I love when he just piles a plate up. And he literally just sets his phone down and he just sits and starts stuffing his face and talking. And it's just so funny because he, you know, like right now he's like, you would love it. So here's, here's, here was another fun thing I did about, so the two day when we went fishing, it was horrible, but it was great because what <laughs> happened was, is we went to uh CJ strike and it, if anyone knows CJ strike, did you the know, wind blow? it either blows <laughs> hard or it blows that's about it like i mean or it's just glass right it's perfect we had when we got there the first night we were there i thought our camper was going to roll over because it was blowing so hard (laughs) the next day we get up and it's just blew harder all day like i mean usually there's a part of the day where it gets nice and you can take the boat out couldn't even get the boat in the water for two days it blew so hard it was white caps on the lake we couldn't even put the boat in the water so now i'm there's no power we're at a dry camp spot i mean we got our camper which is nice it's a nice big camper but we don't have power we don't have like i mean so we're just gavin and i sitting in a camper staring at each other talking (laughs) he taught me he's an engine guy he's into cars he loves cars i am yep. not at all and i don't get into them i don't fuck with them i don't i all i do is break drive them. them i drive mm-hmm. them i take them to a mechanic if i need them fixed i don't do any of that shit we he sat here and talked me through a whole and you know how to take a old body ford and drop a cummins 20 or 12 valve diesel into the ford and all eggs i mean he walked me through the whole thing how to do it luckily we had cell phone service so we were able to like watch youtube YouTube, videos yeah he would pull up youtube videos and show me how this worked he explained to me how i mean it's so funny because like i'm just never been a car guy i mean down to the i know the bare bare basics of how engines work he's like well you know how the whatever and i'm like well you know how a turbo works right and i'm like not really I'm like, I know what turbo is, but I don't know Magic how elves. it works. And he's like, yeah, oh, it sucks in here and does it. It's like forced in here and this is naturally aspirated and this is, to, you know, this is, you know. And hey, I'm like, you, you preach, preach. Right, right. Yeah. Shit, you know, because oh, yeah. you have a hot rod. You're yeah, a hot yeah. rod guy. You have your whole life, you've been that guy. And it's like, it was so enlightening for me to have two days where my six or 17 year old got to teach dad. He literally, you could just, because he loves, he does it in fishing too, because he's a better fisherman than I am. He loves to get where he's teaching the class, right? And so we had two days of just auto class. Him telling me all, I'm like, how do you know all this shit? YouTube, like, man. And he does. He's like, Dad, I watch YouTube videos all the time. And I, I mean, he does take automotive at school. So it's like, he, you know, that was that was that time where it was like, I mean, we we literally just bonded that whole two days that we were in there, just going over and over and over the, you know how motors work and different stuff. It was like, it's, it's, it's kind of like it's windshield time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, 
that's one of the things when we do any kind of a road trip. Like, I don't like to listen to music. I like to talk. Mm-hmm. I like to have conversations. Let me rephrase that. I like to have conversations. And it's it's amazing. Jalen is my is my talker. The other two, not so much. You're usually in the backseat. But I love that engagement, that captive audience. But when you get them excited about something right. that they're passionate about and they are engaging you as the lead on it, man, that's a big deal. And I think that's that's just probably a good in conclusion. We're probably getting to that. where are we at. I don't even know. I've but been busy. I haven't looked I at think, the time. I think this. I think it naturally worked its way into our conclusion, which we always like to end with family stuff. I think this is basically what we're ending with is stating, you know, when you think you're too busy, look, think of what's yeah. important. Well, I was going to say. Think of that. God, make time for that stuff, right? It's precious right there. Make time for that talk with your kids. Make time for the, you know, like. Are you waiting a, a Are you talking about being intentional? Yeah. Holy. Take, no. how about, how about you give yourself time away from what, it, like you said, give yourself time away from that phone. You know, turn off the radio and talk to your kids while you're in the car. Make that your alone time that gives you that reboot time. Because that, I think, the one thing we all three said about in these times where we are so busy, where we're just like, it's become something every single person says. Oh, my God, I'm so busy. Oh, my God, I'm so busy. But if you take that time to just like what what helps you is when you step away and mm-hmm. Realize, realize why you work as hard as you do. And realize that's well, what, why we do it. What's your why? That's exactly. why. That's our why. That's why we do it. That's mm-hmm. why, you you know, turn and look at why you're doing it. Take the time to enjoy it and realize like, okay, take a breath. Now let's move forward. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and again, eating the elephant, biting, you know, all the different little analogies you could talk about the buffet, take some shit off your plate. Like I whatever do, you want to say, I do want to say this. Uh, there's one lesson that I learned about fathering three children. Um, when your wife is real big pregnant and she's really struggling, don't say it's like eating an elephant. You just one bite at a time. Cause she'll stab a fork in your leg. Oh, that's metaphorical, of course. <laughs> or not. <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't know. It's another life, another life lesson. So, babe, if you're talking to somebody and they're asking you, when they say, someone walks up to you today and says, I'm so busy, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm freaking out. What's your first piece of advice to them? Take a second and breathe. Think about why you're doing what you're doing. You know, what, what's important to you? What, what drives you and then make a plan and execute. Okay. Your word of advice. Stop. Have a time. Oh, oh, stop. Oh, oh, oh. No, Drop. That's not what I was going to say. Um, I, open up I, I, I echo that. Oh. It's it stop for oh. a second and, and yeah, find your why. And again, be intentional. Figure out what are you doing and why are you doing it? What's when, and I, I talk about this a lot. What's your metric of measurement? You're measuring something because you're being driven by something because you're measuring something. What are you measuring? What's your metric of measurement? Then be intentional about, again, it's the same thing. Figure out a plan and then do it with a 14 year old kid that's got an F. Figure out a plan to catch your shit back up 
and do the goddamn work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little, a little too close to home. <laughs> I had that conversation. <laughs> I had that conversation today with him. But it's, you know, he's, quote, busy. Right. But, yeah. No, I think uh, another good part of that that I agree 100% with what you guys said, you know, stop, look at it, breathe, to, you know, look at what you're going to do, make a plan, then execute. One of the part of the plan that I would say that people are afraid of is it's okay to take some shit off your plate. Yeah. Uh, or like diet people have, people have told me, nutritionists and people, you know, trainers have told me, it's okay to not eat all your food sometimes. Throw some away. It's That's okay. The dumbest so, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I personally feel like I'm, you know, not doing my job if I don't clean yeah, my plate, right? I cooked it all. So I think uh, our mentality just in, in general, people want to finish everything on their plate. And, and I think what I'm coming to realize is it's okay to maybe not finish everything. I, play. I mean, I understand maybe, maybe you put all that shit on your plate and so you feel obligated to finish it. And I think that's how people feel like they're, they're not, they're, they're hurting themselves there. I think what you have to realize is, you know what? I mean, I, I was, I was talking about this last night. I actually, and anyone that knows me and is listening to this is going to shit themselves when they hear this. Great. I threw away ice cream. What? I am the biggest fan of ice cream in the world. And I literally thought to myself, I told Heather, I'm going to be uncomfortable if I eat all this. Oh. I should have got a smaller size. I'm going to be uncomfortable. And I threw it away. And it was an amazingly smart move. And I felt better about it today. So, yeah. That's me. That's great. That's great. Uh, can, I, can I flip the script? Yeah. Is there anything that you would advise, don't do this? So we talked about what to do. What are the things to be aware of that might be attractive in the short term or even the long term that you're like, yeah, these are the things to do, but be careful about these things. You don't want to necessarily get out of your car in Yellowstone when there are grizzly bears. You may think short term, that's a great idea. I'm going to get a great picture. Maybe... What's something that you've learned a good lesson and you're like, I learned a good lesson from this. I wouldn't do this again. You don't have to do all the businesses. You don't, you don't have to do everything. And it, and just be, <laughs> I'm going to steal your line. Just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Okay. Um, but that's good. I you like know, that. we, we joke about that. We Heather's Range Rover has a tow hitch on it. Oh, we could tow the job trailer with her Range Rover. Just because we can doesn't mean we should, okay? There, there's certain things that you can stay in your lane with, and, and I know you can do this. Like, I can go do X, Y, Z, right. so I'm going to go do it. That's how you create more shit on your plate, right? Like, oh, I can eat that too, and I can eat that too. Doesn't mean you should. So I would say probably the biggest piece of advice I can give to just – because what I want everyone to do is back up, follow what we said, get back in into their lane, and then the next time, excuse me, the next time it comes up, You're right? That was like a hiccup <laughs> slash yawn or something. <laughs> I don't know what that, that was. was. Uh, some sort of medical anomaly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they literally, uh, you, you can you can look at something and say no to it. So that that would be my best best advice. Know that. Just because you can add one more thing to your plate because there's enough room doesn't mean that's the best thing to do. I don't have anything to add. I second that. Yep. Thank you. Good job. Ta-da. Dun, well, thank dun, you, dun. everybody. Woo-hoo, welcome back. Oh, my God. It feels good to be back. 
We will. Uh, I, we promise not to do this again. Uh, we're not going to take a big break. We're not going to take a huge break again. We're going to get back to doing this. We are doing bi-weekly. Uh, so we will be doing every two weeks. This will go Is up. Is that what that means? We, yeah. I just didn't, I'm translating. Okay. By the way, I'm going to start doing some of my podcasts in Spanish because I got back on Babbel <gasps> and I'm learning Spanish again. So I've got three years of Spanish that I should probably know some of it. You took three years of Spanish? Yeah. In high school? Yeah. Junior high and high school. I did not I started know in junior high. Who did you have in high school? Uh, Jose? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Subsegrata. That's right. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing about Because <laughs> all I, all I, honestly, you know why? It's not like who, it was just yesterday. Who do you think of when you say Spanish teacher? Jose? No. Zicardi? No. Senior Jinx. Oh, Senior Jinx. Senior yeah, Jinx. That's at West. Oh. That's different. That's junior high. Okay. I was going on to the next level. He'd say that to Cayete. <laughs> hey, what's up, Senior Jinx? Cayete. <laughs> Just tell everybody to shut up all the time. That's all I say. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So uh, I am uh, doing a. I'm doing babble again. I'm trying to get brushed up on Spanish. But anyways, that's a side note. But we will be coming back. Uh, we're gonna keep going. I've actually got a couple really good guests lined up that I'm super stoked about. Oh, what? Been kind of waiting to get the podcast studio going to well, bring them in. So promote. Nope. Nope. Mystery? Nope. Follow the socials and you'll find yeah. out. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna bring him in and do some crazy shit here. We have okay. a couple of redos that want to come back in. Yes. They're super excited to come back. Have asked to please come back. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be some old faces and voices coming back. So, anyways, we thank you guys uh, at Havoc Partners uh, on all the socials. Check us out. DM us if you have any ideas or anything you want to do. But thank you very, yeah, very much. We're always looking for ideas. Yep. Or like sage wisdom. Yeah. We like that. No constructive criticism, though. We don't care about that. What's that mean? <laughs> Construct. Is that a construction joke? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're out. <laughs>